as the myth turns. Because mythology is the greatest soap opera of all time. With your cultural interns, Eris and Z. Interns because we're not professionals. And we're not getting paid. Hey guys, I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And this is our uh, fourth and last for this summer installment of Basic Bitches Summer Reading List. Yeah. We are talking about... Fae? Fairy? Fairy books? Fairy tales? Yeah. Fairy. I call them fae books because they're not, I guess they're kind of like fairy tales. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. F-A-E, if you're being very super specific about it. Yeah. Which uh, is a word. It is. I, I know I told you guys last last time that I was going to go on to my little, my little Scrabble rant. But. <laughs> but. <laughs> but I might, I might need to wait. If I get on that, that might be the entirety of the episode. Let's talk about the episode first, <laughs> and then if we have, like, extra time near the end, I'll be like, and go! <laughs> right. Just <laughs> unleash me on, on the mic. Okay, so what books did you read? I read The Iron King by Julie Kagawa. Like, it's, okay. a, like, it's a really long series. Oh, okay. But, yes. Just the first one? Or you read the second as well? Um, I reread the first one, but I think I've read, like, the first four or oh, five, okay. maybe. Okay. I don't remember. It's been a little bit, but I know I reread the the first one. Mm-hmm. I've also experienced in the past the play Midsummer's Night, some dream tale. Midsummer's Night's Dream. Yep, that yep. one. Yeah, I have. Well, I did not read that one <laughs> like again, but yeah, I mean, I I wrote a paper on it and everything. Right. Um, yeah, because I had to take a Shakespeare class. So anyway, yeah, I, I've I've read that one. Um, I read A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Moss. And then I also read The Treachery of Beautiful Things by Ruth Frances Long. Yes. Also, like, probably we'll mention The Wizard of Oz. Or Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. I know I'll mention those probably a bit, too. Those are both books, but I only know them in the uh, movie context. So my my experience with it might be a little lacking, but we'll 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 just go with it. There's a lot of um I mean I think the movies have the tropes that we're going to be discussing that's that's frequent in, in books and, and fae novels. So actually speaking of which, okay, so tropes. I think the biggest one is there's always like this slipping into another world. Yeah. You know, it's Alice in Wonderland like literally getting into Wonderland, mm-hmm. but also even in like Midsummer's Night like they 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 fall as they fall asleep and then when they wake up they're not quite where they were before. Wizard of Oz is like a great example of that. Even oh, though yeah. the land is kind of ruled by the witches, mm-hmm. it's definitely got that other world kind of different realm feeling where things come alive that probably shouldn't come alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the witches are are almost, I mean, yes, they're witches in that context, but right. they're almost like the seely and unseely from like the Irish fairy tales of yes. like the good elves and the bad elves or the good fairy and the bad fairy. Yeah, yeah. The Court of Rose and Thorns, like fairies are almost like another subsection of like humanoids on the quote unquote planet continent. Mm-hmm. And there's like literally a fairy kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so, but to, but they have magic and humans don't. So, like, in order to get into their kingdom, they literally have to slip through a gap in a wall. So, like, as much as it's not necessarily, like, they fell through a mirror and they're in a whole other world, it is, like, trying to slip into another world. Mm-hmm. Just for the fact that their kingdom has lush and full of magic and, and, and prosperity while the human world is wretched and muddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, in the Iron King, that's a like it, it is based on the Seely and Unseely courts, and it mm-hmm. kind of goes really hand in hand with uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, mm-hmm. the the play by William Shakespeare. Shake- yeah, yeah, yeah. Shakespeare. Billy Shakespeare. Yep. <laughs> Billy Shakes. Look, I'm just saying, he's dead. We don't know if that's his preferred nickname or not. Yeah. I feel like he could be a Billy. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. You know. Yeah. I feel like William is like, oh, stop. My mom's calls me William. Just call me Bill. Right. You and know? I'm, hey, all you know what? I'm Bill. Right? <laughs> I don't know he why that's that down- He was a down dude. Yeah. Most of it. Okay, look. Here's the thing. I hope He children- made penis puns. All he was the, the most down-to-earth dude. <laughs> if he was alive today, his Twitter would be full of dick jokes. Oh, for sure. He is not... He People were like, Shakespeare is way too highbrow for me. Like, have you read his shit? Yeah. It is full of dick jokes. It's I, true. I love Shakespeare. I love him more now as an adult now that I understand the dick jokes. Right. <laughs> I didn't get them when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he also spelled his name inconsistently. You know what? That's fine. Dictionary hadn't been invented yet. He had no idea. <laughs> probably wasn't even his real name. He's he, he probably a neighbor. He was like, hey, that guy's got a really cool name. It's definitely better than Jim Bob Johnson. So that's what I'm going with. Also, how do you spell that? How do you, how do you spell that, Shakespeare? It's, it's fine. I'm an author. <laughs> right. I can spell it how I want. Dude, he like invented our language. You realize that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Before like, Shakespeare. Didn't he invent the word bubble? He invented like sixteen hundred words, right? Yeah, or bumble or something like that. I don't oh, know. there was a lot. I remember it was a bub- he. He invented bub- tomorrow. Word. We did not have the word tomorrow until Shakespeare. <laughs> we, we do. I know. That's it's weird. like it's weird. It's weird. We did it. We literally it, we called that concept a whole different thing. You mean that would? Yep. I'm. It hurts your brain. Yep. Uh huh. A little bit. Well. We're having technical difficulties. <laughs> has checked out. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> but yeah, so so there's that um, the crossing over to the other world. Mm-hmm. There's also like the trickster character seems to be super prevalent. Yes, in this type of books. Yes, from like Midsummer. Yeah, in the Iron King, like the trickster character. There's two of them. Is literally Puck from that play, and he's like he's like yeah. It happened one time, and that guy moralized it, immortal, immortalized it. Oh, yeah, So, yeah. nice to meet ya. Huh. And then sup, there's... Sup, my dudes. Right. There's also a, a cat who's, like, described as a Cheshire cat. Oh, yeah. Um, whose name is Grimalkin. And, uh, <laughs> That's the best name. Right. Yeah. So, like, there's there's they're, like there's literally the Cheshire character, so... Yeah, actually, Treachery Beautifully Things, there's, there's Puck as well. Yeah. Um, who is also Robin Goodfellow, who's also Loki. Yeah. It's just, he, like... He grew up through the ages and he just took on new personas. Kind of in that, like, there's that idea of, like, um, it's not really present in the book itself, but the, as, like, human myth uh, evolved, mm-hmm. like, the actual characters that the myth are based on evolve with it. Mm-hmm. Kind of, there's, like, that idea. Although, um, in, in that book in particular, it was more like, as these characters kind of grew up, that's what influenced human myth. It was more like... Puck influenced myth as opposed to myth influenced Puck. Right. Um, but either way, they're both definitely intertwined. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. In um, uh, Alice in Wonderland, literally the Cheshire character. Yep. But also, you could kind of say it's almost any character that she comes into contact with, uh, like, like the big Mad cat- Hatter. Yeah, and the Caterpillar character. Yeah. And, yeah, there's there's several. And if you read the books, which I've like, I've skimmed them. Yeah. There's, there's several others later. 
The, the caterpillar character in Alice in Wonderland, though, is a little bit like the mentor or whatever that has all the knowledge but is only giving you part of it because you have to experience the, oh, yeah. the journey. Yeah. No, yeah, I'll hand you that. Oh, uh, so, so Court of Thorns and Roses. The trickster character is probably Lucian mm-hmm. a little bit. That one's hard to tell because, like, they're not... There's less of an active trickster because there's it's a slightly different story in terms of like they're they're underneath a curse. There's several times where there's mentors in like different roles where mm-hmm. Lucian again is like trying to get the main character Feyre because he's just like only you can break the curse, mm. but I also kind of hate you. Mm. But at the same time, I'm also under a curse that can't tell you anything. So I'm trying really hard to, to place your aids and ends up leading her to uh, this other type of fairy where it's very leprechaun-esque. If you capture one, you can like get mm. the knowledge you seek. And then once that happens, she lays it out as much as yeah. she can before she's interrupted. But, um, and then there's like Alice, who's the uh, same book, she works in the kitchens and she's on the same page as Lucian, who's just like, I literally, by thread of magic, physically cannot tell you how to break this curse, damn it. Right. <laughs> I am trying to tell you in the best way possible. So there's there's like a reason in that novel why that happens. But um, yeah. in other novels, it's just sort of like, I'm Glenda the Good Witch and I just refuse to tell you because of reasons. Yeah. Ha-ha. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how, why she turned into Mickey, but she did. <laughs> oh my god, Mickey's a Mickey. I'm just thinking about Kingdom Hearts, if you've ever played those games. Mickey is Glenda the Good Witch. He's like, I have all the answers, but you'll have but you'll have to beat this level first. <laughs> and, just like run, and you're like, why? I just, you could just tell me now. Right. That's funny. In, in the Iron King, it, um, that character is kind of Ash. Who is, like, also the love interest? Oh, neat. So that's weird. Mm. I think that, I know, that that always bothered me a little bit, because I was always like, like, obviously this dude knows some shit, so, like, just tell her. There's no reason not to. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't yeah. know. That, that might be kind of just one of those weird inconsistencies that happen in tropes, So Yep. Like I said, like, the I liked how they handled that trope, because it's definitely very persistent in Court of Thorns and Roses. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the fact that, like, I can't tell you anything because I've been placed under a magical curse. Right. And I literally, physically cannot tell you the words die in my throat yeah. before they can come out. Like, the magic does it to me. So I'm like, okay, that's really cool. Because then, then that kind of uh, takes away some of the the weird um, <clears throat> consent matters. Yeah. <laughs> kind of aspect of it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, just fucking tell them what's your fucking problem you want it done they want it done seems like you're both in agreement (laughs) let's go right right yeah there's also the like the child or the innocent damsel in distress kind of trope yes Um, i know we see this a lot with like characters that are younger siblings Mm -hmm. especially younger brothers or sons that are kidnapped and replaced with a changeling yeah in the iron king that's exactly what happens her younger brother is replaced with a changeling. Okay. Um, like Labyrinth. And yeah, Shoot, Labyrinth. Labyrinth, yeah. Probably um, Jareth is literally the Goblin King, you know. So yeah, that's there's, definitely a fairy. Uh there's story. also the we were talking about this before we started recording, which we shouldn't have been, but you know, whatever. Um, 
in that movie Changeling with Angelina Jolie, yeah. it's a it's her son. Yes. Which I don't and I'm not entirely sure why that is, but it does seem to always be a male child that gets replaced with the changelings. In uh Troll Hunters on Netflix, uh it's a younger brother of one mm-hmm. of the characters. Yeah. So But it's not I mean, it's not always like a character that's replaced with the changeling though. Sometimes there is just a character who because they're so innocent and can't see the world in like a darker light mm-hmm. get put into a damsel in distress situation. I mean it would be definitely like Alice in yeah. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, Alice um, is the the innocent damsel in distress kind of character. Although I think that's kind of part of her journey is that she becomes less damsel in distress and kind of takes charge as she goes through. At first it seems like she really gets knocked around a lot and then is kind of like, oh, here we go and here we go. And then by the yeah. end of it, she's like, fuck you guys. I'm choosing where we go. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, to a certain that's, degree, it's also Dorothy. Yeah. I mean, I think that's part of the entire message behind fairy novels. Yeah. Is it because it's like fairy tale, which is definitely very linked with like childhood. Like that's what you tell your children. Right. The Destiny fairy... and fate are big. Yeah. Uh, uh, but also like growing up, which is right. your destiny. Like every child's destiny. One, one, one hope. <laughs> if, right. if allowed to get there is to grow up. Yeah. That's, uh, that's really a child's only fate. Yeah. And then, and then when you reach your adulthood, it's all a whole nother whole nother show oh, <laughs> it's a whole nother thing but yeah it's it's the child's journey from growing up and I, it's probably why there's a lot of the male children who get kidnapped to encourage like the usually it's a girl who was tasked with taking care of them mm-hmm. they're still a girl but they've been tasked with a motherhood kind of aspect right. and then here's this journey to get their little brother back you know i'm, I'm actually kind of going off of like labyrinth here but you've seen it in different stuff where this is now, like, her growing up and now realizing what adult responsibilities really like. Yeah. Um, yeah. She was play acting and playing house before, but now she's she's figured it out. Right. Like, maybe um, she was making her little brother some sandwiches, but now it's, it's not time to reals. save that bitch's life. Now it's, it's for real now. It's for <laughs> We're real. playing for capes. <laughs> It's Eris cutting in for our regularly scheduled commercial break. We have a uh, we have actually kind of exciting news. So first, we're going to get through them. So uh, I would like to thank Pack Mule Photography for sponsoring this episode. Uh, they are a photography business in Coweta, Oklahoma, and they specialize in personal and personnel photography. So if you want your pictures taken. For a reasonable sum, because yes, there's money involved, uh, go to packmulephotography.com. I'd also like to thank Mac Boyle for producing our show and providing us valuable advice and a space to crash and record in and mess up. And he almost, almost never gets angry at us for it. And that's, that's fantastic. But more importantly is that Mac is also a producer of not just our show, but his own stuff because he's a creative type on his own. And we have a really cool trailer to show you for the, he has written a radio play called The Fourth Wall. And Fourth Wall Season 2 is coming out this year. So for now, we're going to show you in an audio-only format. I've done that twice already. (laughs) (laughs) The the trailer for Fourth Wall Season 1. The links are below in our notes. Centuries ago, the wizard Merlin broke the borders between fantasy and reality. His error continues to impact events. Myths and modern man walk side by side to this day. My name is John Watson. I'm a medical doctor by trade and a military man by happenstance. Later in life, 
I assisted one Sherlock Holmes of 221B Baker Street in his efforts as the world's first consulting detective. Now I have an entirely different job. I am charged with the care and leadership of a place built to keep the peace between the fictional and the real world. It's a three-mile-wide steel-fortified base hidden in a top-secret location. It is a place of adventure. We must move quickly before these beasts realize what they found. Get in! Of creatures bizarre. The bird! What about him? He can talk. Lots of birds can talk, lady. I'm one of the few that can actually carry on a conversation. Makes me unusual among humans, too. And frightening. Are you trying to kill Count Dracula? I have made it my life's work to end him. Soon. From this place we protect your lives and the lives of your heroes. It is also our home. We call it The Fourth Wall. A six-episode, full-cast audio drama from Party Now, Apocalypse Later Industries. For more information, go to partyapocalypse.com. Booyah! Uh, that's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. That's that's the end. We're done with the episode. We can, we cut, crap! So as you heard in the trailer, check out partyapocalypse.com to listen to all of season one, and it is... It's super good, and I have exactly... I think I have, like, four words that I said for it. Because <laughs> it's all about me. <laughs> and thank you guys for listening. I'm just... I'm so happy. <laughs> what a, like, every single time I get a comment, I'm like, yay! <laughs> I literally stop what I'm doing, and occasionally my phone has beeped while I'm driving in the car. I promise I won't do that anymore. <laughs> But yes, thank you so much for listening, and I'm really glad that you guys are enjoying the show. We're having a blast. All right, Z has our fact of the day. So the reason that so many old photographs show boys in dresses with long hair is because prior to World War I, clothes for children were considered gender neutral. All children were put in dresses to make changing diapers and potty training easier. Uh, But boys would have breechings, um, which were times of transition from the skirts and dresses to more adult-like clothes. And this transition oftentimes included parties, usually for wealthier people, where the boys would come out dressed in uh, trousers and people would put gifts or money in his brand new pockets. Oh, it was also, also coincided with their first haircut. I want pockets. I want pockets. I want pockets. I want pockets. Okay, back to the episode. Okay, so my Scrabble story. So with my person's family, we have game nights every time, like, a family member comes in or anything from out of of state, out of town, whatever. Or just kind of whenever we get together. Um, And one time we were playing Scrabble, like, Classic Scrabble. Okay. Because we've since modified it because of this incident. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so, um, <laughs> anyways. So, okay, so we, we get down to the end. Like, the whole board has been pretty much played, and there's, like, one corner that has, like, that triple word thing left on it or yes. whatever. Right? Yeah. And so I am, like, looking at my tiles. We're all down to, like, two or three tiles left, and I have an A. And I was like, oh, fuck yes, I'm going to play Faye. Like, yeah. this is going to kick ass. So I put it down, 
And my person and his mom are just like staring at it. And I'm sitting there counting up my shit. I'm like, okay, so I've got this one from this word and this one from this word. And I've got this, this double and this triple, whatever, da, 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 da. And I get like 62 points, like no fucking joke. Don't know how it happened, but it was like some yeah. crazy shit. No, I ended like, up with like 16. Like when you make a word out of another word and stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah, yeah, it can get crazy. So I end up with 62 points and that puts me something like 53 points over everybody else. Wow. So I was like, like, I was just cutting, like, it was one of those things, like, I'm sure I was going to lose, and I'm super competitive, and I always win, especially at, like, word puzzles like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they're all just, like, staring at me, and I was like, what up, guys? Like, I know you guys don't have any more turns, so let's just call this, let's pick all the puzzles back, the pieces back up. So I'm, like, starting to pick shit up, and they're like, wait, 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 wait. I thought you couldn't do foreign words or names. I was like, it's not a foreign word, and it's not a name. Like, it's fae, as in, like, fairy, as in the plural of fairy. And they were like, no, 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 that's fairies. I was like, it, I mean, it can be, but, like, this is this is another spelling of it. So they, like, whip out Google, and they're like, um, actually, it says that this is the Irish spelling of it. I was like, they speak English in Ireland? And they were like, uh, no, actually, they used to speak Gaelic. I was like, okay, but this is used traditionally. Like, this is in books. I've written books. I've read books. Like, this is in the fucking books. And they're More like, people I... in America speak Irish Gaelic than people in Ireland. Right. So I was, I was pissed. I was like, I was like, y'all just don't want me to win because I always win and you just thought you was going to get the chance to win, but you didn't because y'all basic and you just don't know the word fey. <laughs> and they were like, they're like, no, 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 you can't play that. And like my person goes to pick up the A piece and he's like, you have to take this back. I just like slapped his hand and all the pieces go flying. And he was like, he was like, well, now we don't even know where to play anymore. I was like, y'all couldn't play anyways because I won and there was no way you were going to get to it. And they were just like, no, you didn't win. And to this day, I like, okay, I should have, I should have prefaced this with saying this was like four years ago. To this day, every single time they break out the Scrabble game, I'm like, first of all, what you're not gonna do is you're not gonna bring Scrabble up in here. Do you guys apologize for that fay bullshit? Because I would have won. I was pissed. I'm still pissed. I would have won. So that's all I'm saying. I would have won. You're leaning into the microphone. Because y'all are basic. They are. And if y'all are listening to this, y'all are basic. Faye won. His sister was there from out of state. And she's a teacher. And she was like, no, I don't think. I was like, you're a teacher. Faye should have won. I was mad. I get a little emotional about this. This is why I wanted to wait. Anyways. That's it. That's the episode. We're done here. I'm not competitive or anything, no. It's okay. <laughs> we are well past that. <laughs> what? You know, Don't we... shake your head at me. We need a new producer. I would have won. We're just going to play jingle while we work out some emotional difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's the story. I hope you guys are happy because I'm mad now. <laughs> hey, one sixty-two fucking points, and he was like, "Oh no, you didn't win." <laughs> okay, all right, I'm done. I'm done. <sighs> I feel like I need a cigarette now. <laughs> you just had an emotional release. Yeah. <laughs> Now a Z is, is calmer and slightly more medicated. <laughs> we can come in and finish the episode. <laughs> I'm good, guys. I did some yoga. <laughs>
drink your medicine. <laughs> My medicine? I don't know. Whatever, whatever is your thing. Just, just hydrate yourself. That's a throwback, guys. I hope you know what episode that is. <laughs> okay, so so we talked about the, the trickster character. We talked about, like, the innocent who is, you know, like, usually kidnapped or, like, mm-hmm. taken. Uh, we, we talked about the other world aspect. Let's talk about, like... Talk about the, the powerhouse. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the big like bad. The, the, the big bad, yeah. The, the boss battle. The the, the Sephiroth of the fairy realm. Sure. Uh, it always always seems to be a uh, royal in one of the courts. It's uh, usually, usually an unseely. Yeah, a queen. Yeah. Unseely court. Also, fa- fairies just kind of tend to have a really long history of... Uh. Excuse me. I got so I got so angry. <laughs> it just built up in there. I ain't got to let the rest of it out. Um, <laughs> So, so it usually seems like it kind of coincides with that history of how like fae are very volatile creatures, how they're very easy to to piss off. Like they're commonly called the the good people or the fair people or whatever yeah. because you don't e- you don't even want to call them a bad name or oh, piss yeah. them off because they'll they'll come into your house in the middle of the night and kidnap you. Right, and then like then you'll be under Titania. I always forget how to pronounce her name. <laughs> I always thought it was no. Titania. It might I think, be Titania. I, I think, Titania young, I think younger me just like saying tit. So. <laughs> I mean. You know, queen tit. <laughs> uh, that's occasionally her personality. So yeah. Well. Uh, I mean, like, treachery of beautiful things. Uh, it's both King Oberon and Queen Titania. Like, I mean, from, from Midsummer, mm-hmm. Night's Dream. Yeah. Um, but like. The Iron they're... King is that way too. It has, yeah. it even has Queen Mab, which I know is mentioned in Romeo and Juliet. Was, uh, queen Mab and Queen Titania are like the same. They're not quite the same person because Mab, Mab, bleh, it's Mab ate titania and then like stole her form so titania's soul is still like there kind of mm-hmm. but like mav is always like lurking underneath the surface and they kind of like kind of share this they like share the same body so sometimes mav comes out and it's just like wretched mm. i mean she she is like the evil kind of like it's cold she is death and decay right and so and then titania comes out and she was the old may queen before now she's like her own Blah blah blah. Yeah 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 um, yeah yeah. So I she think. still has like you know I can make flowers grow and and stuff like that. And then Oberon is. They even mention it in the book. Less educated people would confuse him with Satan, mm. kind of thing. Because he has that that trickster man dressed in black with like honeyed words and steal your soul kind of. I kind of aspect. I really like that in Fay books. There are just as many bad chicks as there are bad guys. Like in Alice in Wonderland, uh, it seems like her primary primary uh, antagonist is the red queen yeah um oh, yeah. there's also queen mab and queen titania uh-huh. and king oberon and um in the iron king there is a king of iron mm-hmm. so and he's yeah. like the the big bad too so I, I like that that's a uh, really balanced out because i think a lot of the times you either have one or the other you don't really get a good mix yeah or, or you get since some novels it's like you have the female the strong female protagonist and you're up against the male big bad and it's like right. you know, feminism which, which is great for sure and then there's the i mean but court of thorns and roses female protagonists and then when they get through and they realize like what the curse is it's all from the queen amarantha mm. 
who wasn't a queen. I mean, she is now mm-hmm. because she committed a whole shit ton of regicide to get there. Mm. She was she was a general in like an army. Yeah. And then she was just like, well, none of you are doing this right. So I'm going to steal your power and your land <laughs> and like took over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Yeah. She's definitely the big bad. There's also, I mean, because there's a lot, especially with, like, the kings and queens and the courts, the fairy courts, Mm -hmm. has a very Arthurian feel to it. There's frequently also, like, knight characters, like the protectors, the guardians. The the guy that shows them along the way that is very familiar with either both worlds or at least very familiar with the other world. The one who's like, oh, you're the protagonist. I got your back. Uh, yeah, and he also the kind of, guide. Yeah, he also always seems to have a little bit of uh, mystery to his background. Mm-hmm. I would say in uh, Alice in Wonderland, it's the Mad Hatter who who does seem to fit a few other stuff. But yeah. it seems like he's probably also maybe to a certain degree the White Rabbit. Yeah. Um, Although I would say the White Rabbit is more of the guide and less of like the guardian. Right. Whereas the Mad Hatter takes over the guardian a little yeah. bit more in the Wizard of Oz. Tin Man. Yeah. 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 yeah for sure. Yeah. In. Uh, the Iron King, it's Ash, who is a prince of the Seely Court, I think. Might be Unseely. Anyways, um, he's literally has his a book later in the series that's from his point of view that's called The Iron Knight. Oh, okay. But he nice, definitely yeah. is the, I'm familiar with the land, I'm here to make sure you get the job done, and then mm-hmm. you get the fuck out of my home. Like, it's, yeah. it starts off like they have a little bit of a rivalry, but he's the love interest, spoilers. Mm-hmm. So they kind of, they get over it. Yeah. Then they get under it. So it's, 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 <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, in treachery. I mean, it's the same thing in treachery of beautiful things. I feel like I'm I'm still butchering that title. I'm the so treachery f- of beautiful things. I am so sorry, Ruth Francis Long. I don't know why I can't remember the title. Like, it's a good book. It's beautifully written. I can't remember it. But Jack, I mean, literally Jack of the Forest, is the guardian of the edge and is mm. tasked with like Jenny gets sucked inside the you know the fairy realm and he's just like I'm gonna get you home and Jenny's just like not before I get my brother and he's just like fuck. I mean, he even yeah. gets a magic sword that kind of hurts him, but he's just like, well, I need to upgrade my weaponry because she keeps getting in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I really like that about the Knight character, about how he just, like, doesn't have time for shit. But he's also like, well, fine, let's go do all this shit. Fine, fine, just make my life harder. Go straight to the big bad. You're not leveled up or anything. Sure, we're gonna go fight Sephiroth in the cave under the world. All right, cool beans. Yeah. Uh, That's a good one. I mean, yeah. It always, too, seems like part of the protagonist's trope is that they become, they're, they either find out, like, they're part fey or part some other creature, but mm. also that they're supposed to be an heir to something. In the, I think, A Court of Thorns and Roses, you were talking about, uh, she's meant to break the curse. Like, she's yeah. she's the the chosen she, one for that specific thing. Yeah, I mean, not even chosen one. Like, it's like a whole fucking prophecy. Yeah. Because, like, the curse had um, seven times seven, so 49. Right. I'm pretty sure if I knew my math sure, right. Because they're talking whatever. about 50 years. Yeah, we can do math. I have an English degree. <laughs> I have dyscalculus, so <laughs> but I yeah, can't do math. There's, like, seven <laughs> times seven years to break this curse. Mm-hmm. is 19. Yeah. So, like, clearly, after a while, fates got involved and were like, this person literally doesn't exist yet yeah we'll make her yeah <laughs> i mean she's like born for that purpose in a, in a way yeah um it doesn't like it, it's it's weird because it's not like this is the chosen one i mean like the curse was a a girl with hate in her heart has to kill a fairy in cold blood without provocation mm. and then she will and like and then after that 
you two have to fall in love. Like you have to not only love her wholly, but she has to give her whole heart to you. And only then will the curse be broken. That's so intense. like, so, so, the, so, so I mean, it was kind of like, here's the impossible thing, you know? Right. And, and then, and then here comes along Farah, who's just like, fairies ruined my life. Yeah. And then she sees one. She's like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> and then she it's... gets, gets sucked into that world. And she's like, oh shit. You guys aren't, I mean, you guys aren't, I mean, you're bad, kind of-ish. You had done some fucked up shit in the past. Yeah. I'll put it that way, but, oh, you're kind of nice um, to me now. <laughs> in Oz, which uh, stars Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. It's a, it's a it was, I think it was like a two or three parter or whatever. Mm-hmm. The Dorothy character is the heir to Throne of Oz. Oh, okay. So that yeah. kind of goods. It's, I know it's a retelling of, of The Wizard of Oz, but that kind of... That makes pulls sense. that and fleshes out that trope a little bit more. Right. I kind of like that a little bit more than the original because the original, like, the message is basically like, here's a fever dream. Yeah. You know, yeah. that taught some morals Are you tripping? Are you tripping balls? This movie's for you! <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But, like, the only thing she really gained is, like, emotional stability. Yeah. And that was... You know. Basically, and I'm like, yeah, but, you know, also a couple of years and, some, and a therapist could do that, too. So, you know, like, what did you yeah. really gain? Yeah, the but let's talk about, I think the last okay. thing we have left, there's usually, because these are fairy tales, mm-hmm. there's usually trials, usually three trials of some sort. Right. Some of them there are really laid out in the book. Like, in Court of Thorns and Roses, Amarantha's like, you want your lover back? Like, you want, like, literally, you want his soul back? Because, like, haha, it's beating the beast. Do you want him to be, like, to be his, like, full self again? Right. You have to pass these three trials. Or you have to guess this riddle. Mm -hmm. But one of those things is, like, three trials, riddle. Like, one of those things has to happen. Yeah. You know, in order for me me to let him go. Treachery is a little bit more labyrinth-esque in Mm -hmm. terms of, like, Jareth doesn't really have, like... You need to pass this, this, then this, and I'll get you your brother back. He's just like, come to my castle by midnight and blah, blah, blah. Like, then maybe I'll give you your brother back or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, throughout the course of going through the labyrinth, Sarah has to go through, like, three big trials. Like, she, right. she figures out, I think, like, the door knocker and, mm-hmm. the, you know, stuff like that. That happens a lot in not just fairy novels, but, like... Fairy because, tales. But it's a fairy tale thing. Yeah. I know in uh, even, like... A classic Cinderella, in order for the prince to find the the one that he's looking for, like yeah. he goes through each of the stepsisters. Yeah, one, two, and then Cinderella and then was Cinderella the third. Was the third. Yeah. In uh, the Wizard of Oz, it's almost like the Scarecrow, the Tin Man, and the Cowardly Lion yeah. are her three childs. Yes. Like getting oh, past absolutely. them and then amassing them into her posse. In absolutely. The... Those were her rewards for those trials. Right. Right. That's kind of in the in the Iron King. That's how it goes. The book is relatively short. I think it's like two or three hundred pages, mm-hmm. but it goes by super quick because there's just so much that's happening there's like she finds mm-hmm. a thing that she needs to do and then they're like haha thanks also go do this thing mm-hmm. and then she goes to that she finishes it and somebody else along the way is like haha thanks go do this thing and it's yeah. just to goes and goes and goes and goes like that so mm-hmm. i think that's a, a very common very common thing yeah and i think with that okay that's i'm done with my list yeah done with my list that's it yeah that's our summer reading list is over we did it we survived oh my god (laughs) so bad so uh (laughs) let us know what you guys want us to cover next year i think we have some ideas but we would so love to hear from you guys absolutely and nothing set in stone Oh, yeah. Because um, we, we clearly don't read these books until, like, a couple weeks before we do the episode. Right. So, yeah, give us some suggestions. Yeah. 
in the meantime, you uh, you want to go play some Scrabble with me? Oh, fantastic! Faye is absolutely on the board because that is a yes. f- that's a fucking word. I don't care what your what your in laws suck say. it, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to like, 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 and subscribe to As the Myth Turns on Tumblr, Instagram, Twitter, and visit us on Patreon.com/slash/atmt. Transcripts for this episode can be found at our WordPress site, asthemythturns.wordpress.com. Our theme song is called Fretless by Kevin McLeod. You can find this song and all his others at incompetech.com. 